Yeah, my thing says waiting for the host to start this meeting. Um, followed the email that Ryan sent me today. Uh, doesn't seem to be working too well. Um, now, could be that it's my fault. That has happened before, but I don't think that's likely. Uh, it says Ryan White's Zoom meeting, and it is on the email that he sent me today. So, really not quite sure why I am not getting into the room. Check, check, test one, test one. I hear, um, now I'm testing, testing my microphone, testing my headphones, you know, because I'm responsible and I like to do, uh, do my best and really bring my A game to these meetings, even though my compatriots here can't seem to get their crap together. Still waiting for the host to start the meeting. Um, be nice if that host would, you know, text me or something. I'm, uh, recording some good audio for you guys. Don't really know what's going on. Um, baseball's happening, so there's that. Uh, you know, I only know that because sometimes I put the sports radio on in the car and uh, heard a Mariners game going today. Did not recognize a single name on the team, so that tells you how close they have been following the Mariners uh, in years. Um, and then Rick is doing his classic terrible texting thing. Uh, Rick has never sent a text message without an autocorrect error in it. Um, and I said, so what's up? I'm waiting for the host to start this meeting. And Rick Bailey texts, I who even knows, which which probably just meant who even knows. I don't know why he put I in front of it. That's not an autocorrect thing. Um I am who knows? I who even knows? I don't know. I don't know if that means he knows what's up. Or, uh, I mean, knowing Rick, it's probably not that he knows what's up. So that's not the thing. Um, let's see. The, the NFL draft is happening right now. Um, so, yeah, Seahawks have made a couple of picks. Uh, what did they take? They took a linebacker and a running back today. Took a offensive lineman. The first pick, another offensive lineman with their fourth pick. So, thinking uh, they're trying to get a run game going. So, excited about that. See how that goes. And uh, let's see what's going on now. Nothing. Nothing at all. Just, just recording a bunch of fun audio. But, you know, here's the thing. This audio is just going to be a pain in the ass for Ryan to have to edit. He's going to have to listen to it. He's going to have to sort through it and figure out where I actually started, where the podcast begins. And, um, you know, he's the one that doesn't have the Zoom meeting open. And he's the one that either sent me a bad invite or isn't letting me into the room. So, you know, that's kind of on him. He's kind of, you know, getting what he deserves here. So, hey, Ryan. Hope all of this makes it into some sort of uh, bonus episode or intro cut, because um, I think it's really good stuff, you know? Okay, 
Okay, great. We watched a movie this week. What are you guys drinking? Let's get going. Come on. Let's go. Chip, chop, chip. No, I've already recorded 10 minutes of audio of me yelling at Ryan for not letting me into the Zoom. Okay, you cracking open a beverage there? I am. What do you got? This is... I, I, I went to your house when you were gone this morning at work and stole uh-huh. some beers out of your fridge. Oh, yeah. Is that what you did? This is the... 450 North Brewing Company. There's a panda bear on it. Miami Slushy XXL. I meant koala bear. Damn it. (laughs) Smoothie style sour ale with banana, passion fruit, apricot, and cara cara orange. Wow. Man, that makes what I'm drinking sound manly. I doubt it. Oh, I am cracking open the... uh... That's real good. Oh, yeah? Except, I mean, it's got a lot of banana, but, like, good banana. Mm. I'm cracking open the Flying Embers Pineapple Chili Ginger Hard Kombucha. <laughs> no, that doesn't, Christ. That's not, doesn't sound right. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to the dark side. <laughs> Boom. I have uh, Ruben's Brews. 10th anniversary collaboration series with uh, Great Nation and Fort George Brewery, the Dream Team Hazy IPA. What's oh. the percentage on that? Woo. 7.2. Mm, yeah, this juice only is 6. I'm at 6.8 <laughs> with my hard kombucha. Oh, man. And, oh. man, that is, that is sour. That is wah-ha-ha. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, um, I have to tell you, yeah, the edits of this podcast have been increasingly difficult. Oh, they've Why? also been increasingly sloppy. <laughs> um, well, increasingly sloppy because the content is increasingly poor. Oh well, let's let's try and keep this tight then. Yes, let's do that. I, I, mean, I don't. With, I don't know if you're the best judge on. Content. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I feel that I've listened to the most hours of this podcast out of anyone here. Yeah, but you don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) If you were editing this podcast, you wouldn't listen to it. Very, very, very true. Uh, Guys. We did watch a movie this week. We did watch a movie. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, I have some trivia. Okay. Let's do it. Is this trivia related to the movie Kings of Summer that we watched this week? Oh, shit. Is that what we were supposed to watch? <laughs> yep. I watched uh, Kings of t- Leon. <laughs> the music video? That's a band. Or? I don't even know what band. that is. <laughs> it's a band. Okay. <laughs> it's a band of brothers. Not that movie. I've seen that. Not, well, That's not a movie. No. That's a miniseries. Sure. Well, this, okay. this beer is really okay. good. Trivia. Trivia. It's Bring really it. good beer. Okay, guys. I have nine questions. I kept waiting for Pete Davidson to be in this movie. (laughs) Both of you have one defer for the game. And you also both get a chance at each question. Oh, this beer makes my jaw hurt when I drink it. (laughs) There are no (laughs) same answers in this trivia. (sighs) Okay. So, Price is Right rules. See who goes first. Price is Right rules. (laughs) I have a question. How many people went camping in the United States 
in 2017. We are going to start. <laughs> are with we are we Bill. implying that what these kids did was camping? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's camping. We'll oh, get to it. Yeah. Okay. What now? Okay. In 2017, people went camping. Prices right rules. Bill starts. Okay. How many people went camping in 2017 in the United States? I'm going to give you a clue, Bill. I didn't go camping in 2017. <laughs> yeah, me either. Thank God. Uh, camping sucks. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. Hot content for you, Ryan. <laughs> it's hot. Uh, it's I'm going to say 28 million. Uh, I'm going to say. And Rick. 28 million and one. You guys both failed. It was 8.2 million. Oh, that's Jeez. it? Good. So everyone hates camping. Why are we still doing it? <laughs> Bill, yeah. uh, since you were the first, uh, you're continuing the first. And I was closest. Uh, sure. Uh, in 2017, how much did campers in the United States spend on camping equipment? Price is right rules. Well, I'll bet it's over $8 million. Uh See, because 8 million people went camping. <laughs> yeah, but not I'm, all of them bought stuff that year. I am going to say $1.2 billion. And Rick? Yeah, you remember the bicycle thing? Uh, I'm going to say $1.2 and $1 billion. <laughs> $1.2 billion and $1? <laughs> yes. Rick wins yes. $3 billion. He's such a jerk. Bill. Uh-huh. Although a lot of that $3 billion was spent on sleeping bags, tents, and backpacks, what item was the number one purchase for camping equipment in 2017? Was can it one of repeat, those things? Can you say the whole question again? Although... A lot of that $3 billion was spent on sleeping bags, tents, and backpacks. What item was the number one purchase in 2017 among camping enthusiasts? Air mattresses. And Rick? Marshmallows. Both incorrect. It was flashlights. Uh-huh. Okay. It's definitely beers. <laughs> but. <laughs> but that's not specific to camping gear. And they're I mean, not asking right. you when you buy beer, is this for camping? It's for a well, survey. They should. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. On average, and I will remind you that you have one defer for this entire session. How much is left? On uh, there are nine total questions. How many have we done we so on, far? We are on question four. <laughs> this, okay. is, three. this is the hot question three. He was talking about. <laughs> on average, how many days in advance do people plan their camping trips? Price is right rules. Defer. Price is right rules. Uh, 17. This is 18. Bill wins. The answer is 25. Is tied up one to one. Yep. The first, I agree. Uh, Bill, the first official recipe for s'mores was featured in a Girl Scouts. Do I go first every a, question? Yes. So why does Rick have a defer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's continue. 
The first official recipe for s'mores was featured in a Girl Scouts manual. In what year was this manual published? Price is right rules. 1951. I'm going to defer back to Bill. <laughs> and if he gets it right, I get the point. <laughs> okay. Then Rick, Rick's guess is the year 2021. <laughs> so, uh... The answer is 1927. So no one wins. No one wins. Sweet. Bill, (laughs) the most expensive camping spot in the world is Clayoquot Wilderness Resort on Vancouver Island in Canada. Yeah, we knew that. How how much does a single night... That's one of the only places I've been camping. (laughs) How much does a single night... Well, no, I didn't. No, I meant Vancouver Island, not Clayoquot. I was, <laughs> I was at Sprout Lake. <laughs> and how much? How <laughs> much does a single night oh. cost? Price is right rules. Uh, two hundred. Price is right rules. Two hundred and seventy-one dollars a night. <laughs> and Rick. <laughs> one one dollar. Bill wins $3,900. That's insane. To go camping? It must be really expensive to be homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Bill. This beer is hard to drink. Number six. Tents are an important survival necessity long before they were used for recreation. Uh How How far back does the first evidence of a tent construction date to? Price is right rules. Price is right rules. And I'm going first? Of course. Um, so wait, with price is right rules on a year, we're, we're talking, I have to go back further than the first year, back in time further to not have gone over, correct? Correct. If you go further than the year that it was, you've gone over. Wait, okay, so see, that's, that's what I'm asking. So if I said, like, a million B.C., then I've gone over? If if the answer is more recent than a million B.C., okay, then you've so gone see, over. Okay, so see, Rick, it's yes. opposite to what we were thinking. He's saying the further sense. back in time you go, the higher it is. But that's why, why do, I clarified. That's why I clarified. Why does that make sense? It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but, let's see. I am the quiz master. My rules matter. Okay. I know that in because I've been reading recently, the book of Leviticus <laughs> mm. has instructions when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. He also gave him instructions for how to build a tent. <laughs> and important, that was important. like 1700 BC. So I'm going to say... The earliest evidence, just to be safe, I'm going to, well, no, I'm going to say 1700 BC. I'm going to say 2022. Do the math, Ryan. Right. That's like saying a dollar. (laughs) Bill wins 40,000 BC. Oh, wow. All right. Because dinosaurs were building tents. (laughs) The beaver may be the largest rodent in North America. But what is the largest rodent in the entire world? The capybara. I was going to say that. Well, I was going. I went first. Damn it. And Rick, do you have an answer? Yeah, the same one. (laughs) 
Uh, that's not allowed. Oh. Do you have another answer? Uh, a n- marmoset. Is that a? I don't even know what that is. Bill wins. I just was at a place with a bunch of those the other day. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, marmosets. No, the score is three to one. Rick um, loses trivia. It's not. It's not looking good. There's one question left. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But this question is worth three points. Uh, (laughs) Why? Why do we always have to screw with it at the end? Like, what happened to like this season? This season, we're going to do pure, honest trivia, and whoever wins wins. No, I told. I know. (laughs) I told you, Bill. Uh U.S. national parks attract over 280 million people per year. While most enjoy their stay, some never make it out. How many people? Die in national parks per year on average. Die or go missing. Price is right rule. He said die. die. Death. Okay, because a bunch of people go missing too. It's crazy. I'm going to say 28. Rick? 29. Rick wins trivia 130. (laughs) This game is fixed and I hate it. I fixed it. Rick with a score of four and Bill with a score of three. Ryan, you lose <laughs> you lose your title of commitment to fairness and equity and are now the king of bullshit <laughs> trivia. <laughs> I appreciate your fairness and no, commitment no, to it equity. Is stricken from the record. <laughs> I appreciate your fairness and commitment to equity. We watched a movie. We did watch a movie. It's weird that um, everyone in the world was in a movie that I'd never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very popular movie. Right, but it, it's you can tell like the group that made it, right? It's that like right. um, it's that UCB crowd, right? That improv uh, California group. I mean, Kind of. I mean, you've you've got you've got Kamel Nanjiani, you've got Thomas Middleditch, you've got uh, but all those Ron guys. Swanson uh, and his wife. <laughs> yeah, but all those people aren't. They weren't like very popular yet, and like Thomas Middleditch and Kumail had like you know two little quick little parts. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. They weren't right. stars. In that no, movie. I'm not saying they were stars yet, but they were big in the improv scene before they were stars, right? And sure. that's what got them. They were probably doing shows at the Largo or whatever, and that's how people knew about them and what got them into something like this. What this was 2013, right? Yeah, yeah. So yes. that would have been about the time that that kind of stuff was happening, right? Well, and you also have like Allison Brie and Megan Mullally. Yeah. And Marilyn yeah. Rashcab. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Um anyway. Yeah, I was I was definitely uh a little starstruck by how many people I recognize this movie and not have ever heard that this was yeah, even a Yeah, thing. it was weird, right? Like so yeah. many people making cameos in a movie that no one ever heard of. You're welcome. Well, let's <laughs> talk about why no one's ever heard of this movie, Rick. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about it. Why has no one seen this movie, Bill? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm asking you this question. Why was this movie such a commercial failure? Well, I wouldn't I don't know if I call it a commercial failure. Okay. 
I mean, it's not. It didn't make any money, it, right? It wasn't a commercial success. So, so but it's, not a, it's, but it's it's not a commercial movie. It's an independent movie. Uh huh. Right. So they can't all be Napoleon Dynamite, right? But they can't all be clerks, right? Exactly. <laughs> they can't all go and make a ton of money from what they did, right? Right. Some so, movies are just people's um, passion projects that are just good. Well, okay, okay, but but some also aren't, right? Sure, and this isn't um, one of those. But yeah. I guess I guess my question is like in this movie, like why do you think this movie wasn't um, a big thing? Why why is it no one's ever heard of this movie? Because there's a lot of people in the world that are like you. Oh, really? So <laughs> I'm the majority yeah. now? No, there's just a lot of people that don't people don't seek out movies. But this isn't this isn't terms of endearment, right? This isn't Ghostbusters. This isn't like what a moron! I can't believe you've never seen this movie. This is most people going. I've never heard of this movie when it's mentioned. True, true, true. Right, right. But there's just movies like that. There's a ton of movies out there that people just haven't seen that are good, and this is one of them. Okay, but but I'm more interested in why. Why is this movie so off the radar of the? the awareness of people like how is no how does never get, how, heard of this movie how does a movie get on someone's radar it has well, to be on a ton of screens in a theater or, which or promoted yeah there has to yeah. be some sort of promotion right. and that just or, didn't happen or there becomes a buzz about it right sure well, um, uh, I, I, I will say in Rick's defense this movie was a Sundance official selection yeah. so it did get into a premier um film festival so that that elevates it somewhat okay right i mean sundance is notable right we can talk about that Uh, have you you seen the movie hearts beat loud anyone why would you ask that question well i don't know have you seen hearts beat loud ryan uh no it's nick offerman Mm -hmm. another one of his movies and it's like him and his daughter and he like works in a record he owns a record store and his daughter like plays music and she like writes a good song. It's a pretty good little movie, but it's not also, it's another movie that people just haven't seen, you know, but it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hey guys, I, I just found something. This is what Bill thought this movie was about. I'm pretty sure I nailed this one. <laughs> what am I, what am I watching? Ray? Kings of summer. <laughs> oh, Remember when I said say that, that already? Sure. No, I have no idea what this is. I didn't know that was a movie. What do you think it is about? Oh my gosh. Um, Kings of Summer. You got that right? Yep. Uh, so far, so good. I'm going to say... Could be. You know what? Hang on a second, Bill, before you say anything. Ryan, you've never seen this, have you? I have not seen this movie. Bronx, so we don't need to even um, just tell us what it's about. This movie is about these kids who were growing up on the rocks <laughs> in... Uh, the Bronx and they uh, were good buddies in high school, but then they all like went their separate ways. One works at like a auto 
lot and one went off to college and one moved to like LA and one lives with his girlfriend in Chicago but every summer Did I just they all come back to together <laughs> and they like <laughs> mix it up and get into hijinks and stuff again and it's just gonna be yeah. kind of this Nailed like it. four vignettes of like summers where they're all coming back together and connecting and then they like slowly drift apart each summer to where they come back and they just like don't if know you, each other if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched this movie, we we don't have time to recap the whole thing in this episode. So seriously, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Go watch yeah. this movie. Yes, and I agree. This movie also, I guess, here's the problem I see uh, is it doesn't seem like it has very good reviews. Yeah. Yeah, there are uh, th- there's a few good ones out there. But for the most part, people do not like this movie. When I saw this movie, I was blown away. I loved it. And I told everyone I knew to watch it. I guess, oh, well, Rotten Tomatoes has a pretty good score. It's got like a 76, an audience score of 77. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm seeing on IMDb. It's it's not terrible. 7.1 on IMDb and a 61 Metascore. But like, so. Ro- yeah, 61 Metascore is good, too. And then Roger Ebert's website gave it two stars, which, I don't know. It's, so here's what's weird about this movie. Why is it rated R? Uh, they say fuck more than once. Is that all? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it? all it takes. That's cr- I know. I mean, that's all they did too. Like that's yep. crazy. Well, being an indie movie, they probably didn't go through the MPAA whole thing, procedure yeah. of yeah of like reviewing it and saying, oh hey, let's uh, take a couple of f words out and uh, well, you and know, being an independent movie that's release. going to Sundance, you're also not worried about like you're, you're not going. Oh, who's our target demographic, and are we going to lose viewers yeah, by yeah, having yeah, an R yeah, instead exactly. of a PG thirteen? Yeah, right. Uh, you know what else is funny about when you at the beginning of this podcast when you said I was waiting for Pete Davidson to show up in this movie? Yeah, I was joking because he has the King of Staten Island movie, and I d- which also ha- haven't seen. Have of you seen course it? not. Oh, well, do you know who's in do it? Do you know what movie I watch? Do you want to know what movies I watched on my own this week? <laughs> sure, I watched. The Andromeda Strain, the 1970, okay, which, the 1971 movie. Which you've seen before. Nope, my first time watching okay. it. Okay. Um, but okay. I have read the book. Okay. Why didn't you assign that to us? Oh, yeah, I might. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't feel like you guys were suffering from insomnia. Uh, <laughs> I, also, I also watched um, Finding Dory. Okay. Yeah. For the how many? Oh, time? like second or third for me this week. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I watched. There was oh, there was one other movie I watched, and I cannot remember what it was. But we all thought it was decent. Um, oh, it was called Beyond Yang. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. And it was oh. It was really interesting. I think you guys would like Beyond Yang. I may, I may incite it to you one of these days. Were you, were you watching Saturday Night Live and Bowen Yang was on and you were confused? <laughs> no. Oh, it might be called um, After Yang. Okay, after cool. Yang. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely called is After this, Yang. Is this like Before Sunset, After Sunset? Like those movies? I don't know what that is. No. Uh, but be, no, it's it, called okay. After anyway. Yang. It, it, was, it was interesting with Colin Farrell. Uh, fiction, nonfiction. Kings of Summer is Kings of Summer fiction. No, beyond no, beyond, beyond Yang. Bowen Yang. After Yang is science fiction. Okay, 
Anyway, the reason I was asking about um, Hearts in Atlantis, Kings of some Kings of (laughs) Staten Island, it's because you know who's in that movie? Yeah, Pete Davidson. Davidson? (laughs) Biagio. Oh, okay. Is in that movie. Biagio's the best character in this movie. Yeah, of course he is. (laughs) Yes. He has the funniest. He says the funniest shit ever. Yeah. Like when he says he's gay because he has because yeah, his lungs fill up with fluid. It's like, like cystic fibrosis. fibrosis he's like, oh, good. And he goes, no, like, cystic fibrosis no, no, is a serious disease. Or when he's when he's camouflaged on that tree. Yeah, and it's just like he's like, what are you doing? And he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's yeah, like, that part was kind of dumb. Like, Where is Biagio? <laughs> Uh, um, was was the uh, only like product placement sponsor they could get for this movie Monopoly? <laughs> no, 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 so Boston Market, Boston Market. Yeah, that's right, Boston you, Market. Um. So okay, let's let's get into this movie a little bit. So I'll tell you. Do you want to hear a story about Monopoly? That's not my sure. story. How long? How long is the story? It's not going to take eight minutes. Not okay. Eight minutes and seventeen seconds. <laughs> Uh, when my, this is a, a tale I've heard just many times in my life. When my, when my wife was probably, she was probably like eight to, she's probably nine or 10. My wife. She's playing Monopoly with her dad Mm -hmm. and she was getting beat and she was down to like. In Monopoly? The way she, the way she remembers this. My wife. Is. This is getting fun. <laughs> it's really fun to like have finally a story to tell and then not be able to tell it and no one wants to hear it. That's it's pretty cool. on brand. <laughs> I mean, kinda. Uh, so she's the way she remembers it, she was down to like fifteen dollars or so, and she landed on chance and she pulled like a I don't know, one of the ones that's like just a Get little all bit of the money. money in the world. Yeah. No, no. You have to pay fifteen dollars. Oh. Okay. Whatever it was, one of those like dumb ones. So she had to pay the last of her money, and her dad was just like, "Woohoo! I won!" Shove it in her face, being mm-hmm. a dick, just uh-huh. like, just like really. And she was a little kid. Yeah, that just tracks. Talk yeah. about on brand, right? Uh-huh. So she decided to go upstairs, and first she took a little pin, and she was just like poking at their bed. And then she was like, this isn't big enough. I went and got a pencil uh-huh. and stabbed a bunch of holes in their bed, which was a water, a water bed. Water, yeah, yeah, water bed. Yeah. <laughs> just the whole thing just blew up, flooded out the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Because she lost a Monopoly, which is pretty yeah. fun. And then he had to pay more than $15. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then he was bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good, that's fun to do. So we would play Monopoly all the time and then people started ganging up on me and it became very frustrating. And I remember when I went to college, we were going to like have a Monopoly night with a bunch of people in our dorm. And I actually like, this is in the early days of the internet. So it took me several hours just to pull up a few pages, you know, on Alta Vista. But I started, I started searching for like, Monopoly win strategies, right? <laughs> like game strategies. And there's a few about like which properties and which colors you should have, but it's all chance with the dice, right? And right. the the gist of all of the strategies of the game of Monopoly is behave 
like the kind of person that people won't mind losing to. Like that is the secret to winning Monopoly is to be the guy that everyone is like, if I lose, I hope it's to him. And then they will like do better deals and treat you, which I can't be that guy. <laughs> Me neither. But here's the thing about that. I, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but no matter what happens and no matter what I've done in my life, when I'm playing a game with anybody, nobody has in their whole life rooted for me. Same here. Same here. And, and, and I've never, and I don't, I don't feel like I put off that vibe. I do. Well, yeah, I know you do. No, I feel like you do. No, I know you do. But like, I even, I'm actually kind of a good sport. And sometimes I don't even try that hard. And then people mm-hmm. are still like, oh, this guy. And I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not good at anything in particular. <laughs> I feel like I'm the underdog and people always hate when I play anything. Mm. <clears throat> Email us at miseducationofbuild at gmail.com and tell us why do you hate Rick? We'll be back <laughs> after a brief message from our sponsors. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Have you guys ever built a fort? Yep. Yes. Yes, yep. Rick. I am alive on planet Earth. <laughs> I have built a fort. I mean, like in the woods. Uh, not like not pillows. <laughs> I built a fort on a beach. And isn't, in the that, woods. What the, isn't that what... Isn't that what... Uh, Nick Offerman says to Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, he's, he's like, a- "Have you ever heard of the boy who cried wolf?" Yes, I'm a human being <laughs> yeah. that grew up on the planet Earth. <laughs> and he has this like, "I'm gonna fucking," put, kill, I don't know. He says something else. Really yeah, yeah. Put your dick in the dirt. <laughs> I want all of the extra footage to this movie where all of these improvisers just tried those lines over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Megan did, Mullally and uh, her husband. Uh, oh my God! What's his name? I always forget Mark his name. The, Evan the Jackson. Devil. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mark Evan yeah. Jackson. So, is uh, who's the guy that made Parks and Rec and then The Good Place? Uh, sure, Mike. Sure, is that it? Sh- sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he either was involved in this picture or like a fan of this movie, right? Because he was like, I want everyone in this film to be in my series. Well, yeah. I mean, these people are all pretty, I mean, they're all quality people that, like you said, hung out with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it is it, a circle. It's a circle of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we. I was watching this. Jenna watched this with me. Um, and so did two of my kids. And one of the things that we were talking about, Jenna was like, man, Hollywood screenwriters and television show producers hate parents. They just are like, how can we make parents look like the biggest morons in the world? Okay. All the time. Okay. So this is not a, you got to, if any, it depends on our listeners out there. You got to take this with a grain of salt. But when I watched this movie, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like this is how Bill and his dad were with each other. <laughs> with Wait, Nick Offerman. Me, me Nick Offerman. Nick, me and Nick Offerman. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I also was yeah. like, 
But I only think that because of this podcast. Before that, I would have thought it was Megan Mullally's family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's some of that. There's definitely some of that. Nick Offerman is the kind of guy who was very like, you know, he, I know he was kind of like a, kind of like a dick in this movie, but also he had his own issues, right? And he wasn't like a bad guy. He just was like not self-aware enough. No, Dad. A bastard would be someone who tries to make everyone else around them miserable <laughs> right. because they're miserable. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. And I just I don't know. Those, and I don't know. And I thought about the Monopoly thing. I know you used to play Monopoly a lot. I'm like, hmm, did he do this at home? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think this movie does a good job of showing. It. Like, do you think that when you watch a movie about parents, though, that it proves that parents are kind of shitty or is it just trying to show the teen angst? And this is what they see from their parents, even though it's right. not always. Yeah. Like it's, I think that's know. part of it for sure. Well, yeah. It, I kind of think that this really kind of shows a little bit of, um, the parents gaining awareness of, of the fact that they're their own people and the kids are their own people. Right. So there's a little bit of like, these kids, th- this movie is from the perspective of the kids, but I think the parents, by these kids leaving and in running away, they gain a little bit of perspective on how awkward they are towards their kids. And, and it makes it a little bit of a different kind of narrative that way. Yeah, well, you know, there's another movie out there that we might watch in the future that kind of speaks differently but it's super annoying because there's like a guy in it who's a dad who's just like, seems like a pretty good dude, but his daughter is like the worst all the time to this guy who really doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And that's really hard to watch too. You know, this reminded me the the parents in this, especially Megan Mullally and you know, the demon Lord guy from good place. I don't Mark know. Evan Jackson. He's also in um, the Netflix series, babysitters club. Um, okay. he plays, uh, he's also in an improv show with Paul F. Tompkins all the time. Sure. Cause these guys are all improvisers. M- Mr. Tompkins and Mr. Jackson. I'm surprised Paul wasn't in this movie. Right. Everyone he knows is, uh, <laughs> but he probably had a scheduling conflict. They really reminded me of the parents of the, the weird parents in freaks and geeks. Yeah. Right. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. who were, are a couple that are like, a little out of it, but also, like, they love their kids, they're into their kids, but they're also not going to, like, make everything about them. And they're also not horrible to them, right? It's like yeah. a balance, right? They they weren't... Well, wait. But, well, no. Because Megan... Wait, are you talking about the Weirs or are you talking about this movie? I'm talking about Megan Mullally and her yeah, husband. Yeah, they definitely make everything about their kids. That's all they did was like talk about him and bother him and touch him. And that's why he wanted to leave so bad because he hated how helicoptery and bothersome they were to him. Yes, but he and he's the first one to go back to him, too. Right. Bring some vegetable soup over to his house. Yeah. No one wants vegetable soup. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, that's, no one said yeah. that. <laughs> Okay, grab a tomato. Soup is a weird thing to bring to someone's house. It just... Yeah. Uh, 
It's just hard to carry, and you gotta have bowls out. and spoons. Well, you put it in a Tupperware. It. You put it in a Tupperware, and that's what you do. So the listeners now know that you hate camping, but oh yeah, that's do you no, like? That's no I think secret. I'm the only one on this podcast who doesn't hate camping. Do you think that like? I mean, I like I like true, some elements of camping. <laughs> uh, do you? I, I don't mind camping. Like if I had a really nice trailer or RV. That's not camping. <laughs> okay, yeah. that I hate camping. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I don't mind going for walks outside. I, I don't mind sitting around a fire. I, and I don't mind drinking mar- at a fire pit. I don't mind sitting around a fire and roasting marshmallows. But okay, um, okay, 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 I don't okay. like being dirty and sore and sleeping on the ground and being cold <laughs> and wet all night. Temperature check. Where would you rate a place where you had to sleep in a bed? But there was no running water, and you had to piss on the ground. Wait, where what? is the bed in a cabin? No, there's the, a bed. It's a it's an inflatable mattress. We'll say. What's the rating system? One to five. <laughs> what's high? What's low? <laughs> is there? You said there's no power. No power. No running water. The bathroom is situation a, a is so. You said you have to piss on the floor, but I'm more concerned about the other part of the bowel movement. I gotta go dig a hole and dump in the woods. Yes. Yeah. No thanks. That's I mean, it doesn't sound great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just just checking. Is that good to you? That sounds like a good time. Uh, I've I I do it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but that's uh, not... So, like, when we go to Vegas, do you want to pitch a tent in the desert? No. No. But... <laughs> right. So, here's the thing about that. So, when you say that, those are the things that you highlighted that you love doing. Right. No. Is that your favorite part of it? Because isn't that the no, worst no, 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 part no, no, of it? No, no, no. The, yes, that is the worst part of it. But that is the worst part of it. The best part of it is you're in the wilderness and there's no one else around you. I don't think either of those things are positives in my book. Okay, well, how, like being fine. in how the often, wilderness. Okay, go ahead. Brent. How often do you go camping by yourself? Um, I've gone camping by myself almost every year for the last ten years. I've You're just never gone alone. camping by myself in my life. Okay, I would never go camping by myself. Me either. because well, I would die. Sure. Right. That's fine. That's part right. of That's it. Like, because uh, I've seen mo- some movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what happens, uh, you know, like I've watched a lot of NCIS and a lot of episodes start with a dude camping by himself <laughs> and they end with Gibbs solving a murder. <laughs> sure. Do you find, do you feel jealous of what these guys did do? Would it a, have, wait, if you were that age, would it have been awesome to do that? The realistic version or the idealized film version of what they actually did? The idealized film version of what they actually did. Yes, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my life, I really like music. My life! <laughs> I like music and movies that involve not not just this, but any kind of, like, running away. Yeah. Like... I like when I like when two like a like a couple just gets up and leaves and like you know especially like songs is the best right yeah, just like, but I like this in this movie this, not, I'm out. yeah 
not kidnapping or runaways that's like sad, but people that like go away and just do their own thing and just leave everything behind. How do you feel about the movie Moonrise Kingdom? Yeah, yeah, I'm into kidnapping. Didn't watch that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't really like Wes Anderson movies that much. That's making I I just I'm having to edit Bill's month on the fly. I don't love. Okay, I love that movie. It's so. It's no. I don't care. Okay, I'll tell you though. about this is I don't. His movies are too cutesy for me, Mm -hmm. and the jokes are the kind of. They're it's they're too hipstery, mm-hmm. and they're just I don't love them all. They're not my that's not for me. And I know what, I know the reason I haven't seen that one is because I know what it is. Mm. But I'll watch it. I don't care. It's Wes Anderson. It's be fine. I I like that one. I like that one a lot. I I don't like. Um, I didn't like the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Right. I did Bottle Rocket. I didn't see Bottle Rocket. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see Lost in Translation. I didn't see the, the Royal Lost Translation isn't his. It's not okay. his, yeah. I didn't see the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, but he did Isle of Dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked that. But that's I didn't see that, but he, but he, did, like, he did Fantastic Mr. Fox. But Fantastic Mr. Fox like that is his, too. that's his best movie. Yeah. Isle of Dogs is on par with it. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Isle okay. of Dogs is a departure. It's not a quote unquote Wes Anderson, right? It's an, it's animated. What a, did you see? But Grand so was so is Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, yeah, I, okay. So Fantastic Mr. Fox probably isn't the quote unquote Wes Anderson either. Okay, um, what hotel? Wait, did, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, Darjeeling is- Limited. Oh, is that what it's called too? That's what? another no. movie. Those a are two different, different movies. movies. Oh, I saw yeah. the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, I didn't. I see. I didn't. I was gonna say. I think I did, but I thought it had something to do with tea. Yeah, got it. Anyway, so what were we gonna say about Moonrise Kingdom? I was just gonna say it has that same those same things that you're saying that you like in a film, and I was curious if you like that one. Gotcha. Uh, I think, probably not. Okay, but I'll watch it. Let's yeah. see. You like you like the so like this is kind of like an extended summer long version of the stand almost, wouldn't you say? Like it has a lot of those same themes and feels to it. I mean, I've seen the stand like once, and oh, I'm sorry, I said the stand because it's <laughs> yeah. Steve. I meant um, stand, by, stand me. by me. Got it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It it is like stand by me. It just doesn't have the you know. Murder element to it, <laughs> right? Unfortunately. Wait, what? Uh, that's well, the thing. About I kept this. waiting for something to happen in this movie. See, but I, I don't think you need anything to happen in this movie. I think it was about it was about like friendship and family life, coming of age, if you will. And it's coming well, of age story. One hundred percent. Yeah, back yeah. to our roots. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It was in Rick month, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. All right, well, let's get to the kilometer and talk about it and get out of here. We probably should get to the kilometer. Get close to wrapping up Rick Month. We should probably get to the kilometer. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit cut together. I'm going to do a spit take. I don't know why the kilometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> this whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and uh, I mean, kilometer. Yeah, I said kilometer. Oh, my God. <laughs>
I said kilometer. I said kilometer. <laughs> we Rick, we both just said both kilometer. Just said kilometer. kilometer. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. So, where did you guys think I would rate the Kings of Summer? We didn't because um, <laughs> I haven't Ryan seen hadn't it. seen it. Ryan hadn't yeah. seen it. And I think I may have said something, but I don't remember and I can't find it yet. I'm well, let's do it live. Let's fuck, fuck it. it. Do it live. You guys, can we watch the language? <laughs> I mean, that's the actual quote this, that you led us into. This podcast has always been marked explicit. Last sure. week, we watched Snatch, and you didn't say anything about that. Well, that's because I thought it was about butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, wait, I did I did say it. Oh, I guessed what you guys were both going to say. And I said Ryan was going to like this at 55, and Bill was going to like it at 42. Mm. Ryan, was he close for you? Because he was way off for me. <laughs> You know what? Cool. I, I liked it. Uh, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, this movie had a lot of character. Um, it lost me a little bit in the artsy fartsiness of some of the cutscenes. A little bit of the um, they kind of drifted off and did a little bit of like scenes with animals and the th- uh, wilderness and stuff and. I didn't think it was necessary. It didn't really push the narrative. Um, but overall, I thought the story was good. <laughs> do you guys remember when Piaggio was in the hospital? And he's like, I would do it again for you. And they're like, he's like, did I say I'd do that again for you? I would definitely not do that again for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, I keep talking. Um, I thought the story was, the, the, the story was really good. Like, the, the plot was really good. Maybe the execution could have been improved one or two points. I'm going to give it uh, 75 on the widow meter. Whoa! <laughs> 75. That's pretty good. So, I disagree with some of what Ryan said. I wasn't... Sure. I didn't have a problem with the artsy-fartsiness. I, I liked it. Um, I loved this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because yeah. it's so good. This movie was one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> This movie was, it was funny, it God was fun, it. it was engaging, it was hilarious. I really, really enjoyed this movie. I watched this movie with my wife and my kids. They liked this movie too. We would watch it again as a family, and it led to like good discussion, and it left you feeling like good about it. I don't know. This yeah. this movie is just I thought it was well done. I thought it was uh well told, well acted. It had the right blend of humor and content. Um it like I said, it's one of the best movies. I think it's for sure the best movie we've seen on the podcast this year. And wow. uh I'm giving it a 94. What? <laughs> Holy Look at, shit. Look at me go. Uh I when I saw this movie, I had a bunch of people. It was weird. Weirdly, people were like, "Hey, I'm sick." This wasn't during COVID. This was like a long time ago. I need to like sit around and watch movies. Do you have a movie to recommend? And I'd be like, "Yes, watch Kings of Summer." Because I the, I watched it twice in the same day when I saw it the first time. 
because mm-hmm. it was it's just it's so good it is so good it is so I was, good i was gonna be so mad i cannot like believe it. i cannot believe this <laughs> gem has been hidden from me for this long right that it made was, no was, money that nobody's right. seen it was it was great <laughs> it was really really good i can't oh. believe that you like this movie and that you like uh weird science <laughs> <laughs> can't but but when you watch this movie do you see why i mean you do you understand would you think i would like this movie would you I would assign think this to everyone me? would like this movie right yeah anyway yeah except except ryan's bullshit low score of 75 <laughs> oh my god that's a low oh. score now oh well compared to 94 yeah. well yeah that's better than hey, uh hey shot keep, of the dead it is. Of the kilometer. it is it was keeper of the kilometer what is the highest meter score Whoa! Oh. Well, I, why would you call the keeper of the kilometer and ask him those questions? I have no idea. He can't read that yeah. crap. Yeah, Look exactly. at it. Show yeah, it to I, us one more time, Rick. Shitty record keeper. Oh. God damn! Oh. I, it's like <laughs> I don't have I don't have the meter locked down. It's like Pete Davidson before he started erasing all of his tattoos. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, Rick, you get one more shot at this. Well, I definitely should have had that at the end because you're going to expect more out of me. And I know this movie is well, 94 ob- is going to be a hard mark to beat, <laughs> but I'll, I, honestly, I'll take anything over 50. <laughs> I'm going to give you a movie that is very good, but you're not going to you're it's not it's not for you. Oh, good. OK, cool. Well, great I, way to set it up there, Rick. Yeah, well, I, I almost I almost pulled an audible here, but the movie I want to put in this list I'm going to save for a theme month that we got coming up. Mm. So I'm going to stick with my original plan. And we started the month with um, Weird Science. So I thought we'd have another reanimation movie. Because <laughs> okay. apparently those are my favorite thing. Yeah. I watch Young, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I haven't seen it. Yeah. What do you think it's about? Well, based on some some context clues from previous episodes, <laughs> I'm going to say what I thought was weird science was Young Frankenstein, <laughs> and that this is the one with Gene Wilder in it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, you know, like you said, it's a reanimation movie. It's It's a retelling of Frankenstein. Um, young Frankenstein. We, we know that Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. I like. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. You'll see why this is funny next week. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that you know, there's a young Doctor Frankenstein, and maybe what's, it's like what's his, his name, Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> what What is it again? <laughs> What is it? Why? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Keep going. Okay. So Dr. F- Young Frankenstein mm-hmm. <laughs> is going to, you know, build a build a creature and uh, the townspeople are going to riot and come at him with pitchforks and torches. And it's just going to be, I think, I, I said before, I, I was surprised to not see Mel Brooks in Weird Science because I thought that was his thing. So I'm guessing this is. So it's going to be like corny and screwball like Spaceballs. And I am going to hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 
Bye, Bill. Bye. You are See released, you guys next time. Released from your podcast duties. Yeah, he's not going to like it at all. He, yeah, he's going to hate it. He's going to give it a 41. <clears throat> I'm going 33. Um, and I also want to ask, when are we going to make him watch Blazing Saddles? Um, let's see how this one goes. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like he needs to experience it. Yeah. He's going to hate it. Right. But the the heat, the heat that Blazing Saddles brings. Right. He well, needs we'll have to, to be, it needs we, to happen. We have to just bury it in once in a while because we can't. Right. You know, we it, it'll be part of some some random month. That's fine. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, um, a huge surprise. Like, uh, I gave it a 75 because I'm conservative about the white O-meter. But uh, right. this this was a really good movie. I, I appreciate the suggestion, Rick. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad everyone liked it. I was going to be angry if not. Well, so... That begs the question. So you had Weird Science, and now we've mm-hmm. had um, this movie and mm. Young Frankenstein. Are, are you feeling yeah. confident about the average of Rick Month versus Ryan Month? It's going to be tough. I think Ryan Month average is sixty-eight. Well, so we had Snatch. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, Snatch. I forgot about Snatch. Snatch was forty-seven. I forgot about uh, the butt. Name is Snatch. This was 94. Mm-hmm. What did Weird Science get? It was real, very low. It's like 37 in a row. Oh, yeah, 37. So. But uh, it's going to come down to the wire, I feel like. 59.3. So. You're going to uh, need. Uh, you're going to need. Like a, I need over 50. I need like a 50 something, right? Yeah, you're going to need like a high 50s, low 60s. Yeah. We'll what's, see. What's the movie? Oh, Young Frankenstein? Young, Young yeah, Frankenstein. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of you listeners out there. Really do appreciate you listening to our bullshit. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We're on Instagram at Education of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please do email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. Special thanks to Wyatt Only and the Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.